Hi guys, this is Lyra here. Hi guys, Mazin here, and welcome to this week's episode of Reader Pod. So, Mazin, what do we have this week? Well, we're back after a hiatus, and do, do you remember about the whole anchor butter situation? I mean, yeah, uh, I, I saw that's this. That's what I, we were going to talk about this week, right? Yes. Um, so, yeah, I saw this on Twitter mostly, uh, where, if I remember right, anchor. So, I think somebody has inquired why. Tamil was not included oh, in right, their right. packaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like Anchor basically did their packaging with their recent batch. It's like everything's there in English, singular and Chinese, right? And they just said like, oh hey, this is just, you know, something we imported from Malaysia, guys. I mean, it's just standard thing, okay? We're sorry, but yeah, just deal with it. Yeah. Uh, Which is weird because last I checked, I don't remember singular being a language in Malaysia. Yeah, but the problem was, if I recall this correctly, uh, where they claimed that, you know, they had to compromise, or not, not compromise, like based on the space on the, available on their packaging, they had to decide, you know, thing other than another language, which I don't see why it had to be Chinese instead of Tamil. Exactly, like to uh, me, it's an example of bad design. I mean, you yeah, exactly. Call- it's not, it's not just design itself, but uh, it basically come, comes down to a, how do you say, a broader a broader sense of things as well, I guess. Mazin, um, would you like to elaborate on that? Like, well, see, to me it's just a bad example of, you know, inclusive design. It applies to everything. Like, I mean, take the chair we're sitting on, like, how do we make sure that it's comfortable, I mean, and it looks good as well. That's design. This, to me, was an example of how not to do inclusive design, which is design that is supposed to bring people together that's supposed to cross you know borders languages cultures and everything because now you take Sri Lanka we're a very multicultural society so I mean it's pretty basic like it's established that everyone knows okay English singular and Tamil are our languages yeah I mean of course you go around Sri Lanka I mean you'll see areas where people might not know two languages they'll know one mm-hmm. so it's like for what Anchor should have done is, I mean, obviously they should have just phoned up and said, yeah, we're going to put Tamil. Because yeah. when you don't put Tamil, you're essentially cutting out one huge section of our society right there. That's just not acceptable. Yeah, exactly true. I think that's part of the reason why, you know, so, so many people were, you know, sort of enraged on the they whole thing. right to be yeah, they, Exactly. So for me, I see this as a uh, sort of a broad issue, uh, particularly in countries like Sri Lanka where to me I don't I don't see too many people actually paying enough attention so when it comes at least when it comes to the topic of design uh, so the way I see design is actually where you know you don't actually look at how to make your content visually appealing but like you said you know make how to make it more inclusive at the same time how to actually make sure that we deliver a really good experience for the user Exactly, but it's also not just content, like I mean, it, I would say design applies to pretty much everything around us. Yeah, it does, it does. Um, so, I, I believe these are some, some of the things that uh, actually talked on the recent uh, design symposium. Yeah, I, mean, we have I had... remember Lee, who was one of the speakers that I mentioned, I mean, Sri Lanka needs to, you know, look at design more thoroughly. Like, it needs to accept, hey, design is a good thing, and we need to invest in design. I mean, that's how we build great products. I mean, we talk about innovation and everything. Which is good, but if you want to truly get there, I mean, design is one critical component of that. And it's only even in recent years, I mean, like, you know, you've seen in hackathons, even you're saying, 
one of your guys in your team has to be a UX guy to create a good UX experience, a good experience for your users. And that's just a recent phenomenon. Yeah. So, I mean, we're making progress, but are we really making that progress fast enough? I mean, anchors like making me question this seriously. With the anchor thing now, one thing I've noticed is now, I might be completely wrong here, but one thing I've noticed is like, at least in, you know, when it comes to these sort of things now, you know, Anchor is a brand that's been handled by a, a blue chip company, Fonterra. Yeah. Like, so I've seen this with a lot of the big companies, this issue happened, like where all these big companies, I guess they're too busy with, you know, probably with the, you know, making sales and, you know. They're too busy that, not giving a fuck because they, they feel they're too big to fail. Probably, I mean, uh, this is this is no way you know pointing finger at you know anchor and anybody else for that matter. This is more like a general observation where we see the well, at least I do uh, see that um, they don't see the value as much as you know others would when it comes to things like design. Like best example, uh, they just say you know say we are launching a new product, right? compare that to probably a startup or you know somebody trying to make it big yeah. uh, compare that to a, a blue chip company probably what you would normally see is you know these companies would usually draw from the experience you know from back in the day you know this is how we did things this is what yeah. worked for us so it's more or less you know sticking to the status quo rather than actually you know looking at these sort of areas but I don't know do you think that scenario might change in the future I mean it should it should it could but will it is where I'm wondering I mean now like you said with the blue chip companies it's all about like you have so many layers of people right exactly like I mean change of course has to start at the top yeah you gotta have the guys at the top questioning everything they know like from all these years of experience and then seeing you know what works and what doesn't so I mean if you're talking about like a properly you know imprinting design in everything they do that again has to start from the top because we re- you recall this we did this episode that disrupt age i mean if i recall hasit was the one who mentioned this who said you know innovation has to start from the top similarly yes, i mean it is yeah if you want you know i would say it also applies to implementing design like accepting you know that hey we gotta look at design properly it got to start from the top and then it's got to trickle down to the bottom because I mean, sure, a guy in the middle or the bottom might think, okay, design is something you need to focus on. But if, like, yeah. in a blue ship company, if the top is not moving, then nothing is moving. Yeah. Maybe the middle will get some level, make few steps forward, but it's like not as far as should be. You would expect. Like I said before, now it's not just it's not just about producing, you know, visually appealing and you know attractive content. It also comes down to how you serve the experience to the user. In today's scenario, I would see it is actually playing out in terms of you know how you strategize even your marketing campaigns, right? One example I can uh, give you is uh, this company called Dbrand. They're into making you know, really cool phone cases. Like, I mean, they have one named after Manish, the banana one, right? Oh yes, they have, they have one named banana. So their product itself is like really good stuff. Really? Yeah, but the, they, the reason everyone loves them is why I know you love. I know you love saying this. I yes, know you love saying this. Sir. Yes, it's one thing. I'm, I'm gonna get to the but before that, uh, if you ever visited their website, you would see you know, 
it's not like the typical uh, you know sort of phone cases you would buy off of ebay or even you know also the companies uh, they give options to customize your entire phone case you know from the color to the you know design to the textures and all yeah. that so what are the options so that itself is like pretty good so anybody visit it there would have you know, tons of options to actually customize the, the phone case you want but that aside how do they deliver all this experience to the user this is like one of the most weirdest and most you know funny things we've I seen you just love laugh into this every morning exactly and so if you ever actually followed them on twitter you would see that dbrand has this habit of actually making fun of their users and that's not even the weirdest part the weirdest part is the users actually like that you you exhibited la hero pereira yes i mean so like The only time I I've seen that users get mad at the brand is when they don't make fun of them. Like they try to be nice for Christmas and then suddenly like you know everybody hates it. Yeah, something like that. So and their campaigns like how they deliver campaigns to actually keep that brand loyalty among the users it's on another another level. It's not like they deliver wow experiences but uh so one example is uh back last year uh for boxing day that's december 26 in australia so what they did was they basically made an announcement hey guys you know what we're going to sell off a, an empty box for 15 dollars uh, with a nice design on the outside and all that uh, so it's up on our side they literally said you know this is just a empty cardboard box now that you mentioned it reminds me of a spongebob episode where everybody is just gifted boxes <laughs> yeah this is something like that oh, so, so what happened was uh they got they got so many sales out of that 15 dollar uh box people actually paid 15 dollars for a box yeah knowing how, knowing how then how big was this box it's just a you know normal box but it has a nice design on the outside and that's sort of pretty much it people still bought bought those boxes knowing that they were buying an empty box here's the kicker few weeks later now this is the time when the iphone 10 was launched uh-huh. few weeks later they casually announced guys we are shipping these boxes by the way few of these boxes might have iphone 10s in them mm-hmm. now you tell me how would the user feel i mean okay, suddenly you start praying like you know please let it be my what please let it be my what please let it be my yeah i mean the point is they found a really creative way to You know, build yeah, iPhone 10s. Yeah, iPhone. Yeah, that too. iPhone 10s and build brand loyalty. I mean, it's my. What I'm trying to say is, you know, it's not just about you know delivering a good product, but how you're going to give that experience. You know, basically, you should give the user a reason to be with your brand. Like here, being you know, this is like a cult, cult-like following for for what? company that makes phone cases yeah it's but i mean it makes sense i mean this is something i mean a lot of people forget here in sri lanka yeah i mean if you offer good service i mean even if you may raise your prices slightly you will still have your customers because you're giving them a good experience i mean if exactly. it's a choice between like two businesses that offer the same product i mean if one of them was slightly higher but offering me a better service then i'd go with the one that offers the better service like the best example is me and dhl i mean i believe we talked about this in one of our previous episodes about you know how the postal system here is absolute yes. shit yes we and did that's why you know i go to dhl 
they give me an experience it's like i just go there give them the package and i know it's just going to get shipped it's not going to get lost or anything like sure they charge me a lot more but the experience is so much better and i'm willing to pay for that the good thing is uh, from from what i've been seeing uh, so even in sri lanka uh, this aspect of giving a good experience to the users have been actually been adopted to a small extent like example being how uh, melbourne is conducting their digital strategy i think is ogilvy who's handling the uh, melbourne i think i'm not sure so anybody who's following uh, melbourne on their facebook page would know how they like pro- give properly timed memes exactly i mean they make sure that it's not offensive but at the same time you know just between that line of you know making it funny enough but not offending anyone at the same time so people who follow me so what would happen here is you know take my i might be wrong here but take melbourne and manchi okay now who would you think would go for manchi rather than melbourne for me personally i don't really check which biscuits i take <laughs> yes somebody but see chances are you're most likely to actually remember melbourne on the back of your mind yeah purely right. and that has nothing to do with this with biscuits purely because of the fact you know they do so much well on social media and that's you true. I'm not might, gonna argue, deny that I'm yeah, not gonna you deny might that. you might not remember the biscuits but you still remember those memes and in extension that brand name this doesn't just mean to for all these normal you know everyday businesses as well there are companies that that have found ways to actually bring out sort of i would say taboo topics as well this one specific example is condoms well yeah pretty condoms like if you see in their page you will see how they craft all these you know very cleverly designed sort of double meaning content on social media oh yeah people find that content funny but indirectly what they are doing is getting people to actually discuss about these things you know safe sex protection all of that but at the same time they are bringing into discussion you know things that you don't usually talk about but, you know in funny way so this is so this i would see as you know one of those perfect examples of you know delivering good experiences so it's not this all of these all of these uh, examples i've said you know this is nothing to do with you know them just putting out a really good you know well designed product yeah it's all about creating that experience where they properly enjoy that product as well yeah right? but see this focus brings me back to the whole anchor butter thing i mean now when you talk about inclusive design it means you know ensuring that everybody can you know enjoy that experience and that product but now if you take like you know technology and just you know pretty much the internet now with the big chunk of the internet is in what language well english exactly like that's obviously explained because you know english is the language that the majority of the world speaks yeah but if you if i recall properly a few just last week i mean we we, we were at the dialogue app challenge launch here Yeah. and the IMR team shared with us that you know they've been going to provinces to attend different schools and there are kids that you know want to learn about coding more learn more about IT and everything and even though they find videos and stuff about how to 
code from scratch and everything basics mm-hmm. they don't understand it because it's in english they don't speak english properly so right so it's like for them of course if the video is in singular then yes they would understand it so yeah. i mean that's why i have to give points for idea mark here for what they set up with their knowledge base for the dialogue app challenge they built this one section of their website dedicated to tutorials that are in all three languages that is where technology can play a key role right now i mean google is of course mm-hmm. making efforts i mean google home the google home they've recently of course introduced support for different languages besides english so it's right. like if you check the video it's like it shows like a family that's communicating in english and then seamlessly transitions to talking in spanish and google just you know understands okay different language this is how i respond to that like right okay so i mean that's what inclusive design is it's about making sure anybody irrespective of what language they speak what culture they come from can enjoy these experiences i mean that's why i see technology can play a key role in making this a lot easier now but even then it doesn't always have to be technology yeah i mean this whole packaging thing shows you just need to print it properly yeah simple as that yeah but i guess you know fontera here just forgot you know the most important rule of design yo all this design for the people who are going to use your product your customers forget that you feel that like this things in between then again but i guess this is up there just in conclusion you know i mean designs of course like the key part of modern society in my opinion but experiences like you said is what matters it's all about creating good product giving that experience where they can enjoy the product but i would say you know it's also ensuring that everybody can be included in that experience to enjoy it and that's why i see technology playing a key role you know offering trans- translations and different just to ensure that those barriers are broken down so that's our thoughts about how to design great products and about inclusive design so what do you guys think about all this in this broad this is a broad topic so we'd love to hear what you guys think about this before we actually wrap up our episode uh, we'd like to give a shout out to tamar and uh, himal so uh, those two guys have actually started their own podcast as well uh, it's called the bad take and they did a recent they recently did an interesting episode about censorship yeah so do check it out uh, we'll probably include a link in the description uh, for their channel as well uh so yeah i guess we'll see you on the next one or rather you know listen to the next one until then this is lairo and this is mazen see you next time